some think we're funny Most people don't know We're too old for this podcast Hello everyone, this is my very good buddy, Abby Barrett And this is my very good buddy, Brendan Boogie And this is We're Too Old for This Podcast Here's the concept Two best buddies, that's Abby and myself Watch buddy movies And then we compare the movie friendship to our own in this episode, we will explore 1982's 48 Hours, starring Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy. And in honor of the movie, uh, we originally were going to do a 48-hour-long podcast hmm. just for you all to listen to, because I thought that would be very good. You know, it's 48 hours, so you should listen to us ramble for 48 hours. But we just don't have the technology. The technology's not there. Yeah. It's weird, because I don't remember that memo. When we had our, our meeting with our producers. That's funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. I sent you the memo. Mm, pretty... Maybe your assistant didn't give it to you? Yeah, probably not. So we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep this a more digestible length than the original forty eight hours, but it's not because of intent. I, I, I feel like listening to us talk for forty eight hours would be a delight for people. I think listening to me talk for forty eight hours would be awesome. <laughs> it would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. It would be awe inspiring. Maybe before we jump into it, before we jump into the movie, we should, people may not know who we are and why they would want to listen to us for 48 hours straight. So why don't we introduce each other? Would you sound fun? I think that sounds okay. All right, we'll do that. Okay. You want me to start? Sure. Okay, this is my very good buddy, Abby Barrett. She is a singer, a songwriter, a homeowner. Mm Mm-hmm. A homeowner. Oh. No. <laughs> um, an amateur plastic surgeon. You know, just on the side. Yeah. And uh, the congressman from the great state of Maryland. So That's she's true. got quite the, quite the resume. You can look that up on uh, Wikipedia. It's all true. Mm-hmm. It's all true. Everything on Wikipedia is true. Um, Brendan is a filmmaker, mm-hmm. a writer... Mm-hmm. An animator. Yes. A Cirque du Soleil grandma clown. Grandma clown, mm-hmm. yes. And a acrobat, but like an understudy. Not, I you're once, like not ready for the big show. I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. I once, uh, there was, I was once at a party uh, with a contortionist. And I joke, you know, she performed right in the middle of sort of the party and she did this really, all these contortions and it was really amazing. And then I, I walked out there and I said, and now I will attempt to get on the floor and then get back up. <laughs> <laughs> and I like slowly lowered myself to the floor and then I was like, yeah, and I got myself up and we all had a good laugh. That's, I mean, it's kind of hard to do. Yeah, I know. Sitting, standing mm-hmm. woo, at our age. I'm woo. sitting with a back brace on. I, really? Yep. I've got ice packs for my ice packs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody laughs like that anymore. (laughs) You think there was a time in history? I think like 1933, that was the the laugh du jour. You think people actually would go, (laughs) Yeah. I think that's how they got like the penguin from the, the... Batman cartoon, I think it is. Yeah, that was a documentary. Oh, that was a documentary. People really laughed. Yes. So let's talk about the movie. Before we jump into one of your famous Abby Barrett recaps, what were your overall impressions of 1982's 48 Hours? I um, mostly did not care for it. Interesting. Yeah. Tell tell me more. Um, I don't know. Nick Nolte's character is, there's sort of nothing really endearing about it. 
Yeah. You know? He's a rough he's a rough character. Yeah. And I feel like the dialogue was stupid. I don't remember it super well because it was a little before my time as a kid, but I there wasn't that much comedy in it. I, I remember like the, until Eddie Murphy shows up, there are no laughs whatsoever. And I th- I think it sort of came in this interesting time. You know, it was 1982. Yeah. So it was sort of the tail end of the 70s when there was a lot of like gritty cop stuff. Yeah, like Dirty and Harry. Then, but Dirty Harry and like the, the conversation and like all, all this sort of like really gritty stuff. And then in the 80s was sort of the blockbuster boom was more of like the fun cop, buddy cop movie. This in a lot of ways was considered one of the earliest buddy cop movies. So they were sort of setting the template. So it makes sense that they didn't really have it figured out yet. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously like lots of problematic things about this movie. It, through today's lens. Yeah. 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 Yeah, certainly. So so why don't we jump into it? Why don't you kind of give us a recap of the plot? And uh, sure. those of you who who watched the movie can listen along to Abby. Or if you didn't watch the movie, just just still listen along to Abby. I don't know why I gave you a choice there. You're listening to a podcast. Yeah. Just listen to Abby. Go to your TVs and then start You could hit pause, play watch 48 hours. <laughs> yes. And she lines it up. It's like, it's like dark side of the moon. All right. Well, basically, the movie opens with Gans, who is um, just a criminal... And he is freed from a prison labor by his buddy, Billy Bear. They're basically, you know, freeing him out of prison from this. Um, I guess it's like sort of a chain gang kind of a thing. A chain gang type yeah. thing, yeah. Um, and so they escape to San Francisco and end up in a hotel shootout with uh, Jack Gates, who is Nick Nolte's character. Um, Jack Gates is the only one that survives the shootout. A bunch of cops are killed. Yep. And I feel like Jack Gates is just like, or Gates is just permanently hung over in this whole movie. Well, he's that that classic Nick Nolte. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, why are you caught? Oh, jeez. Which just kind of begs the question, like, why he went into this profession if he's just so annoyed by it. Well, I think that the the job turned him into that. I think that's the uh, that's the implication mm. is that uh, he's just been beaten down by life and the world. And I assumed he was like, I want to go into this job. Like, he, like I'm good with you people. You <laughs> thought he was like a baby, and he's like, God, jeez, come on, I gotta, I gotta, someone soiled my diaper, and it wasn't me. <laughs> um, that happened to you as a baby a lot, right? Yeah, of course, all the time. So basically, Cates is like, I got to track this guy down, and he needs to enlist the help of Reggie, who is played by Eddie Murphy, Reggie Hammond, um, who has information that may lead to Gans. Um, So in order to get his help, he has to spring him for jail for 48 hours, hence the title of the movie. Hey, don't even try this shit, man. I don't work like this. No deal. Listen, we ain't got no deal. I own your ass. Ain't no goddamn way to start a partnership. Now get this. We ain't partners. We ain't brothers and we ain't friends. I'm putting you down and keeping you down until Gans is locked up or dead. And if Gans gets away, you're going to be sorry you ever met me. I'm already sorry. Just so rude. It's your classic they don't like each other, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, it's, uh, you know, I know this is a podcast, so, you, so, you, so the listener can't see it, but they got very close in each other's face. I mean, it's... Yeah, there's a lot I, of physical, like, well, it's it's... Nick Nolte just shoving him around for no good reason. Very, very close. Have you ever been angry enough that you kind of really got up in their face like that? Like, I like it in the movies where they're like touching noses practically. Or when you watch right, a baseball right. game and the umpire is like yeah. in the now, coach's isn't, face. I mean, maybe it's me, that, but I, I always thought that people, if they were going to fight or whatever, would sort of back off each other. But apparently, yeah. no, you get right up there and kiss. Yeah, but this is the movies. 
It's not real life. This is the movies. Is this not real life? No. What? Yeah, it's crazy. So they track down Luther, who is one of Reggie's old criminal associates. And when Luther tries to escape, uh, Reggie opens a door and stops him. So basically, he's kind of helping Jack out by catching this guy. I'm looking for Gans. Where is he? Gans? I haven't seen him for years. That's the truth. Look, asshole, you just took a shot at me. I think you do know where Gans is. Who gives a fuck what you think? Yo, Luther, man, you better tell this boy something. He's having a ball with this car door. Luther! Are you angry with me? I don't know what you're smiling at, watermelon. Your big mood just turned out to be shit. And there we have it, mm-hmm. our first instance of think, casual racism. I think it's probably the fifth at this point. <laughs> right. I was, I've always said it. I like my racism like I like my dining. Casual. It really is. is it's like the third character in this movie. Racism? Yeah. One of, and it's another example. One of the things we often see in these movies from the buddy movies of the 70s and, or the buddy movies of the 80s is just casual police brutality. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the cops, always the heroes, are just beating the absolute shit out of people with no regard yep. for any kind of due process. And I think in the 80s, that was supposed to be seen as like the cool, tough guy thing to do. Yeah, that was the maverick cop who just got things right. done. And So for the next lead, Reggie leads Jack to a redneck cowboy bar um, where Billy Bear is like... In the middle of San Francisco for some reason, because you know San Francisco is known for its... It's rednecks. It's, it's not a progressive place at all. It's like former gold miners, apparently, <laughs> right. who, are, who are trapped in time. So on a bet, Reggie convinces Jack to let him pretend to be a cop to ask some question. And it's really kind of the best part of the movie, I think. Yeah, this is Eddie Murphy at his finest. All right, listen up. I don't like white people. I hate rednecks. You people are rednecks. That means I'm enjoying this shit. Loaded here. Who the fuck did you get this? Tax refund. It's bullshit. Too fucking stupid to have a job. You don't like that? You don't like that shit? You hate that shit, right? What the hell kind of cop are you? You know what I am? I'm your worst fucking nightmare, man. I'm a nigga with a badge. That means I got the mission to kick your fucking ass whenever I feel like it. So that so young Eddie Murphy, and 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 for those listeners who weren't around during like eddie murphy's rise of stardom i can't think of in my lifetime sort of someone that became so big so fast in terms of comedy like he was on saturday night live when he was like 19 or something crazy like that and then this was his first movie and then he was on to beverly hills cop and he was like the biggest thing in the world like in a way that doesn't happen anymore yeah, I'm trying to think of somebody comparable. You know, I think it I can don't happen even know in acting. If that level of celebrity ha- like that happens anymore because I think there's so many more. You know, people have said this, but obviously there's more channels, there's more options, there's the internet, yeah. there's all these people, there's all these niche things. I mean, there's entire channels that are just dedicated to, you know, people who like movies about cats who eat too much, and there's an entire channel about people who. Our foot fetishes. Wait, that's porn. I'm talking um, about porn. I'm 
president of both those channels. <laughs> right. so. But like Eddie Murphy was just such a supernova of a star when we were kids and he was just the funniest, coolest, like most amazing guy. And he's still great. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. like, like the idea of seeing Eddie Murphy, I think to me, that was the most fun part of this movie is seeing Eddie Murphy like when he was just exploding. Yeah, definitely. And just so crazy that he was so young doing that. So talented. I mean, he's, he like, was the thing to watch on SNL at that point. He was kind of right. like the only star in that show. And then Delirious, the the, the stand-up thing, yeah. and everyone on the schoolyard was quoting Delirious and Raw and all this, and we would go around and like do Eddie Murphy impressions. I mean, he was just... I don't know if it's... Uh, it's, it's difficult to describe what a big deal Eddie Murphy was. Yeah. And I'm glad that he didn't you know his life didn't you know seems to be doing okay now and seems like a decent yeah, guy just with a bunch of kids fine. yeah which is for someone who's that famous at 19 that usually doesn't end well yeah definitely so good for eddie murphy yeah I'm, I'm glad he's doing well so they learn where billy bear's girlfriend live billy is the guy that got the other guy out of prison gans gans um yeah there's a lot of names in this movie which i didn't particularly care for which is funny because most movies, the characters don't have names. Yeah, that's what I like about movies generally. It's like, there's that guy, yep. that guy with the face. Yep. You can see at the end credits, they say like, you know, guy with knife or... Th- those are the characters mm-hmm. that you really like because you don't have to remember their name. Exactly. Um, it's so hard for you to do these recaps, Abby. I, 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 I'm sh- I want you to know that I and the listener just appreciate how hard this is for you. It really is hard. I should give myself a raise. So they find out where Billy Bear's girlfriend lives, but it ends up being a dead end. So Jack starts getting cranky at Reggie for like holding out on him, even though he's been helping him the whole time. But Jack's just a jerk. So. I want to know what the fuck this is all about. I gave you 48 hours to come up with something and the clock's running. Yeah, well, maybe I don't like the way you asked me, all right? Who gives a goddamn what you like? You're just a crook on a weekend pass. You're not even a goddamn name anymore. You're just a spear chucker with a number stenciled on the back of his prison fatigues. All right, I'm through fucking around. You tell me the truth or you're going to get the living shit beat out of you. Are you going to kick my ass now? I think you lost your mind, Cates. Why don't you put your gun back in your holster and get in your car and let's go. I'm serious. I'm not in no mood and I'm just going to end up fucking you up out here. This is going to be an embarrassment to you and the police force. Let me explain one thing to you, nigger. I weigh 30. He also just tosses his gun around. Like, that's not safe. You don't just, like, throw a loaded gun on the car. That, that was your big problem with that scene? <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was up there. Not with the, the, the just open use of the N-word. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm not surprised because yeah. he's been a jerk it's the whole just, time. You know, it's interesting and encouraging in a way. And I think we we talk about this a lot, you know, when we watch some of these older movies. It really is encouraging how much things have changed, That like the things that you could say in a movie back then. It's not like everyone's like, oh, back in the day, you used to be able to say this as if it's a good thing. But it's like, it's not a good thing to be, you know... I get, you know, later in the movie, they sort of... Eddie Murphy's... or Reggie sort of addresses the racist part and and kate's kind of owns it but still but then he's like but i have to say it because that's just part of the job kind of thing yeah it's part of the job i'm just trying to keep you in line or whatever which is like like, sad because it it is probably knowing what we know about you know but you know system but 
the thing that sort of, you know, for younger listeners is if you wonder why us Gen Xers are so fucked up, uh-huh. <laughs> like this, these were the kind of movies we were watching and it was just like, yep, totally normal. Yeah. Totally fine. I didn't even remember that that like it was, that this was so racist. Well, and it's funny too because if you think of movies before that, things would be racist and they wouldn't address it at all. Right. Like this is weirdly sort of introducing the topic of, hey, I wasn't acting cool. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and it know? was sort of a uh, you know in a lot of ways you know Eddie Murphy. I listened to an interview with him recently talk about how it was new that the black guy in the movie sort of was calling the shots in some ways. It was like, let's go over here, let's go over here, let's go over here. Because usually it was just a sidekick sitting there making wise remarks. And yep. he was definitely making wise remarks, but he was sort of pushing the action and that that was sort of new. And they found that funny because he was sort of, you know, it added a complexity to it, which, yeah. which I think, again, I think it when the movie works, it works because Eddie, when Eddie Murphy is driving it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. For many reasons, that and also, and that's not to say Nick Nolte as didn't give a bad performance because I think he didn't give a there great is something, one. Though. Yeah, but there's something about that Nick Nolte thing that is very appealing. He does it in every movie. He's like, ah, yeah. I'm gonna. I just, just wish there was Nolte impression. I just wish there was more. Like, I mean, it, maybe it's the writing too. It's just, like we get it. You're cranky and grumpy, and uh, there's some girl that you're supposedly yeah. dating and that's supposed to be important to you but we don't know why or how yeah. kind of right and they're like hey we need a woman in this and- so so they put annette o'toole on the phone maybe like three times and yeah. that's the only woman character yeah and she's just nagging him which is the ultimate like right she only lives to be around him well women be nagging that that that's you know that true. abby that you know true. that women be nagging oh i know because i am a woman who nags what what? I'm a woman who nags. <laughs> what's, right. what's, who's, who's that guy? I don't know. Make sure you put your clothes away. Is that what it's like at your house? No. That's the voice I use when my sister calls. And we both go, oh, oh really? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> and she thinks, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I meant to call my, my sister Abby, not an elderly man with emphysema. <laughs> no, she just does it back. She's like, it's your older sister. <laughs> All right, a so nice where were insight we? Insight into the into the the Barrett sisterhood, mm-hmm. sisterhood of the rasping Barretts. The rasping Barretts. So back to my very cohesive recap of this movie. Um, Always professional. The two uh, main characters, whose names I've already forgotten, uh, settle their you mean differences. Kate's and Reggie. Sure. Um, <laughs> Reggie, Jack. I don't even know. Reggie and Jack. Reggie and Jack. They have a couple of uh, near misses while catching the bad guys, um, including like a big car chase, subway chase. There's a city bus. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Jack also learns that Reggie has some money in his car that he's had parked in this parking garage forever. Um, That's why he's so interested in finding Gans. Yeah. Because he wants to get to his money before Gans does. Exactly. So in the end, they figure out that the girlfriends were lying to them. Those are the ones that were kind of... Well, that doesn't even matter. They were in a one scene. Look, I'm going to wrap this up. They earn each other's respect, <laughs> and Jack brings Reggie back to prison and then gives like a whole speech about, like, you're the best cop I've ever worked with, even though you're not a cop. You're a prisoner, but whatever. And I'm so sorry I said all these bad things. And also, he never really said any of that. Uh, he said something similar. I don't know. 
This is this is how it really ended with Reggie. And okay. If I ever hear of you crossing the line, I'll bust your ass. Now, Jack. Now the both of us know. I'm gonna be an honest man from now on, right? Good. But if I did decide to be a thief, what makes you think you can catch me? Can I have my lighter back, Reggie? <laughs> oh, I do miss the Eddie Murphy laugh, though. That classic laugh. Mm-hmm. That cl- you miss it. As- he's not dead. You can, you no. can also still watch his movies. He what stopped you- laughing, though. He's- the laughter stopped. He- the laughter ended. He's been very And sad. so they're buddies. Yay! Sort of. Sort of. They get a kind of begrudging respect for each other. And there is kind of a friendship or a bond there. But the question is that we will pose in the next segment, how does their friendship, how does Jack and Reggie's friendship compare to the friendship of Abby and Brendan? When do you think we should find out that answer, Abby? I think maybe next. Let's find out next. Buddies and stuff. So this is the part of the show where we would hear from our sponsor, but we're still a relatively new show, so we don't have any sponsors yet. How can people help us get sponsors Abby Barrett. They can go to the places where they have sponsor. I mean, where they have their podcasts, and yeah. they can like on the like button and mm-hmm. subscribe on the subscribe button. Yeah, and if you see something, say something. <laughs> Especially if you like this podcast, say to other people you like this podcast. If you see something, say something. Say you like this podcast. Correct. Tell a friend, like, subscribe, rate, and review. Yes. <laughs> All right. It's probably got, where we should I stop. think that's enough for now, yeah. Boogie bodies and barren boobies are what? Welcome back to We're Too Old for this podcast, starring me, Abby Barrett, and my good buddy, Brendan Boogie. The 48-hour version, and not just the movie 48 Hours. We're going to be talking for 48 straight hours. During nope. the break, I decided that we should do No, nope. I have something to do. You have, have to get a to colonoscopy. <laughs> well, that only takes 47 hours, so maybe I'll just talk for 48 hours okay. and then come back for the Or end. I can just bring you with me. And I can podcast from there? Sure. It's probably a better idea than this, <laughs> this buddy movie thing. <laughs> probably. Let's podcast Abby's colonoscopy. Yeah, we'd learn a lot more about me. Colonoscopy or colonoscopy? With a P, right? With a P. Did I say colon- colonoscopy? I think I said colonoscopy, and I think I was thinking of colostomy. Oh, sure. That's a yeah. common mistake. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I'm not that bright. Colostomy is like, that's what's happening to me. Yes, it's not colosta you. Colosta ye is what's happening to you. Colosta ye is when it's in the Renaissance. I'm so glad we had this time together. <laughs> this is great. So before we get into the friendship of Jack and Reggie and how it compares to our friendship, maybe we would help people to know how we met. Yeah, um, a lot of people don't know this about us, but 20 years ago, we um, we were both avid birders. And we met at a bird watching uh, vacation mm-hmm. in New Jersey, um, and we both share a love of the tufted titmouse. The tufted titmouse, yeah. yeah. The the rare tufted titmouse. The rare titmouse. tufted titmouse, different from the untufted titmouse. 
Which is yeah, sort of no like one, a hairless no version. To, yeah, no one wants to see a hairless tit mouse. No, it's got to have all. You need the hairy tits. That tit mouse has to be covered with yeah, all just, kinds of shit. Just, yeah, just doused in hair and... Feathers. Don't mm-hmm. they have feathers? Aren't they birds? No. Or they have hair? No, they don't. They just don't. See, this is why you were always the better birder than yep. I am. Mm-hmm. Bar- Barrett is the better birder. Yep. Common Brendan misconception Boogie. that birds have feathers. I was doing a little uh, fun alliteration thing there. Was it fun? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. That's it? That's how we met? That's how we met. Okay. Yeah. No, I remember that. I remember okay, that Okay. Well, yeah. So when we t- when it comes to 48 hours and the friendship between Jack and Reggie, the, the first question is, which one of us is the Jack and which one of us is the Reggie? Now, Jack is a super unlikable asshole. So maybe sure. it's easier to think of which one of us is sort of the grizzled one and which one of us is the wise ass. Maybe that's a better, mm. those are kind of better roles versus which one of us is the racist, brutal, <laughs> you know, awful human awful. being. Yeah. Well, the funniest man in, in America. I feel like you probably have opinions on this and I'd like to hear them. This is tough because I feel like. Believe it or not, I feel like I'm more grizzled than you are. Okay. Do you? Do, what's your general level level of grizzle? Do you feel? Do you consider yourself a grizzled person? Um, I think I think generally no. Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting more grizzly as I get older. You think you, your grizzle is in, is increasing? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the nature of grizzles. You've you've been yeah. on this earth for so long that you're now like uh i'm over that shit or i'm over that Ugh, shit. yeah you're just getting but, over it but generally i don't think i'm that grizzled i feel like i was more grizzled when i was younger oh that's i think yeah, i'm doing okay. the opposite i feel like maybe my, by grizzled i mean i think i just had a more negative attitude i think i sort of uh would be crankier i would be quicker to anger when i was younger yeah uh and i think as i've gotten older I've, I kind of manage that stuff a lot better, and I'm a little more optimistic. But I still think in general I'm crankier than you and more grizzled than you. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So Not in I a bad I, way. I just No, I think I guess I have to. So I guess in my opinion I have to be the jack, I guess. If, yeah. if we have to choose, I'll be the jack. I think what I'm more think? like, yeah, I would agree with that. I also think Reggie is kind of like along for the ride, much like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you've got a job to do, but I'm just here like, when can I get laid? You know? <laughs> That's true. Abby is, when we when we first talked about starting a podcast, Abby was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How can I use it to get some poontang? Yeah, that's why I did this. Because everybody knows podcasters get the most action. They pull. They pull. Podcasters yeah. pull. Yeah. How's it working out for you so far? Um... Well, let's we'll revisit that later. I don't know why I'm saying that so mysteriously. It's not. <laughs> That's very mysterious. I'm just saying time will tell. Time will tell. I'm just saying don't judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. No, no, now I'm just saying phrases. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. A stitch in time a saves stitch. nine. <laughs> the early bird gets the worm. That's all I'm saying. What's good for the goose is good mm-hmm. for the cat to yep. play when exactly. the mice are away. And the cow jumped over the moon. So 
the premise of this is two people who don't really like each other very much, or at least, or at least don't like each other at first, having to spend 48 hours together. Yeah. And I think the first thing that comes to mind is, well, what do you, imagine that we, when we first met, mm-hmm. we had to spend 48 hours together. What do you think that would be like? I think if we first met, spending 48 hours together would be great. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we got along very like, we well hit when it we off. first met. Yeah. yeah. And then as well, imagine... we grew to know each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. It became story. harder and harder and to hard. tolerate yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. And now this podcast <laughs> yep. is essentially it. And if Whew. we go over the... swan l- song. <laughs> if we go over the, uh, the minute limit, we basically want to kill ourselves. Yes. No, I mean, I think that it depends on what we would be doing, you know? Yeah. If we're doing What I, do you think would be the best thing to do for 48 hours? Um, with with me. I mean, honestly probably seeing a bunch of movies and talking about them. Mm, yeah, that you would know? be fun. We just do like, like a, a movie marathon. Hour. Right, right. Cuz cuz they Jack and Jack and Reggie don't sleep during this, I don't think. No, I don't think so. So, we do a movie marathon. You know, we first we do Baby Geniuses, right? Of course. Then Baby sure. Geniuses 2. Obviously. Then we watch Baby Geniuses again. Mm-hmm. That covers the first, like, what, seven or eight hours yeah. right there is covered on. And then we just got 40 hours left. Well, then we should but, revisit the Look Who's Talking. Look Who's Talking. Yeah. So it's all, it's all Three children. Three Men and a Baby. Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. I think we're on to our, our new podcast. We yeah. spend 48 hours watching <laughs> two, all these. Two adults with no children watch movies about babies. About talking babies. Yeah. Although I guess Three Men and a Baby didn't have a talking baby. Or did it? Dun, dun, dun. I was actually in the, you know, when, when Three Men and a Little Lady came out, which was the sequel yeah. to the hit Three Men and a Baby with Steve Gutenberg, Ted Danson, and Tom Selleck. Um, I was online watching another movie or waiting in line for another movie while this was in the theater. And these two old ladies in front of me said, uh, we'd like two tickets for three men and screw the little lady. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they just wanted the men. That's yeah, they it. just wanted the hot trio. Of, they wanted to get themselves the some Selleck. Yep. Wait, was who was in the sequel? Was it the same three dudes? Same three guys, okay. except the girl was grown. The baby was grown up more. Okay. So it was three men and a little lady. That's okay. If you have to choose Ted Danson, Tom Selleck, or Steve Gutenberg, who, who, who are you picking? I mean, if this is like a fuck, marry, kill situation. Let's, let's do it. Let's fuck, I'm going to marry, marry Ted Danson. Of course you are. I'm going to fuck Tom Ted. Selleck. Yeah. And I'm going to absolutely kill Steve Gutenberg. Although oh, I, I do feel like the Police Academy movies didn't do him any favors, but he is a really talented actor. No, he's really funny. Like it's yeah. it's so funny how people make fun of Steve Gutenberg because he was popular in the eighties and then isn't as popular, although he still shows up in things and is yeah. great. But like, ha ha, you wildly successful man <laughs> yeah, for right? ten years yeah. and then it didn't last for forty years, so somehow you're some failure. Because he decided to have some other different life that Right. Yeah. Or just he didn't get to be the star. Like not everyone yeah. gets to be the star for that long, but he He's was, amazing in the diner. Yeah, Diner is awesome. He's, yeah. he's funny in so much stuff. And he's even funny in the Police Academy movies. It's not like they're bad because of him. Yeah, we should revisit those at some point. Yeah, you, you're, you're giving us a lot of assignments here. I know. For this, it's a lot uh, of homework podcast. that I'm not going to do. I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing it either. So what do you think the worst 48 hours you can imagine with me? I got a few ideas. I think any sort of, like, if we had to do some sort of, like, 
musical production. Really? We're both musicians. Wouldn't I know, but it just wouldn't be good. See, I, I imagine the worst 48 hours with you would be, first off, we'd have to be somewhere stuck, somewhere where we couldn't move. Because one of the, mm. one of the quirks that you have is whenever you go somewhere to hang out, you immediately want to leave and go somewhere else. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is some strange thing. We'll go, we'll go get coffee. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, let's get out of here. We're like, I just sat down. Well, let's go do something else. Like, can't we just sit and enjoy this? And no, you can't. That is one of the quirks of Abby Barrett. Yeah. So it would have to be some place where we're trapped. And so like, we'd be on like a train or something. Like, okay. So we're stuck I on liked, the train I together. like train travel. Okay. But you're stuck on the train for 48 hours. I don't and mind being in a vehicle... I, I'm actually oh, okay. pretty, a pretty. I I like being in a car, and I all like right. Being, so yeah. we're in this. We're not in a moving train. We're in a we're in an escape room, but there's no escape for 48 hours. Okay. But there are all these different rooms, and every one of these. This is the worst 48 hours for me spending with you. Okay. Is every one of these rooms has a different band playing that you like that I hate? <laughs> mm, so you've nice. got the Steely Dan room. Yeah. You've got the Grateful Dead room. Yep. Um, so, and then you've got a second Steely Dan room. I think I'm out of the Steely Dan room and it's just another Steely it's just Dan like, room. It's like Donald Fagan's solo career. <laughs> solo career. <laughs> and then you're there trying to talk me into why I should give this music more of a chance and why I should like it. And Steely Dan, oh, they're being ironic with their lyrics. I know they're being ironic. That makes it worse. Why was that? Why would that make it worse? Because it's like they're they're being inauthentic. Because like, aren't we being clever and funny? And no, just they're just adds, telling a story. That's, it just adds to the artifice not like, of the, ugh, God, the inauthentic it's not even. artifice of it. Hates All right. Well, them. I I want to leave this space too because you but clearly you don't understand music. But you can't, and that is the worst forty-eight hours. We you spend. don't understand good music. That conversation that we've had for the last thirty seconds, forty-eight hours of that. Mm. I'm trying to think what band that you like that I hate. You don't. Do you like the replacements or something? I don't mind the replacements, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't like own any replacements. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like the, I like the hits, you know. Yeah. But I don't like. I don't go deep on the replacements or anything. You don't. There's no music that you hate that I like because I only like good music. I don't think that's true. I just think that we haven't hit upon it yet. We've at this point, if we haven't hit upon it, it doesn't exist, Abby Barrett. I don't think that that's how that works. There's a lot of bands out there. Nope. There are 12 more. (laughs) Uh, We've already talked about the 17, and there are 12 more. I don't mind Barry Manilow. Yeah, there we go. Jackpot. But I don't like... Looks like we made it. I really like that song. (laughs) You think that's not artificial? But it's supposed to be artificial. It's not supposed to be cute and clever and Steely Dan's smart. not supposed to be artificial. It's just No, but they're supposed to be smart. It's like reading a, a short story about a character, but it's set Ugh. to music. Yeah. Ugh. I can't wait for this podcast to be over. Pretentious bullshit. Yeah, well. The the other thing that, that kind of this, this this movie brings up is sort of the short term friendships. You know, those relationships where for whatever reason circumstances throw you into a situation. And you are you immediately form a bond. Do you have any of those? Do you have any particularly memorable kind of short term friendships or short term relationships? Yeah, I don't think it would be like a forty eight hour situation. But like when I was traveling, I definitely met people that are like there. You do like some activities with these people. Maybe you spend like a week hanging out with 
with these sort of new friends and then you you don't keep in touch afterward but it's just sort of this nice in the moment and at the end of your relationship we're like okay i'll never see you again no Go pu- fuck yourself i punched her in the face <laughs> right and said do not contact me <laughs> thank you for this wonderful 48 hours of fun mm-hmm. crack fuck, fuck you, you. Mm-hmm. no but did you say hey let's keep in touch i don't think so huh because usually you say, hey, let's keep in touch, and then I you don't. I don't say that. What about you? Do you have like a 48-hour friendship? Well, I, friendship is a stretch, and this is a little bit, this is going to be the worst name, the most pathetic name drop oh, uh, no. that you've ever heard. But speaking of trains, I was on a train from Los Angeles to Chicago, which is about a two-day trip. And on the train with me was Michael Gross, who played the dad on Family Ties. Oh, I love him. Yeah, and when I was growing up, like, Family Ties was such a huge show, and they were, like, my, you know, that was, like, the closest TV family to my family and to my parents were the Keatons. Like, they were, like, the closest in attitude and who they were. So I end up on this train with with Michael Gross, and in in a, in a train like in the dining car they just sit you with other people and you just meet other people and i got seated with michael gross and his wife and he was super super nice and his wife was super nice and um i kept calling her name was elsa i think and i kept calling her elise because that was <laughs> oh, the name shit. of elise keaton <laughs> and it was I, I was sort of you know it was bad but and but you they were did nervous. And, i'm sure they understood but then the next uh, morning, they invited me to have breakfast with them and gave me some of their maple syrup because they had they brought their own maple syrup. They're like, don't eat that bad syrup. You know, here, have some of our good Vermont maple syrup. Wait, so when they go traveling... They bring their own maple syrup. And, I, and this is not the only people I've ever heard doing this. Some people bring their own maple syrup. Are people syrup. that into pancakes that they're like, I'm going to... People gonna, are into I syrup. I mean, I love maple syrup and I like natural maple syrup, but yeah, I don't but go people, anywhere. People hate corn syrup. They hate it. People yeah. who are breakfast aficionados. I guess and I so. think my, my, Michael Gross and his wife were breakfast aficionado, aficionados. Yeah. And uh, and they were lovely people and that was my 48 hours. But, but since he was kind of a famous person i didn't go hey let's stay in touch because that would be weird that'd be super um, weird so uh i did punch him in the face and say don't you dare contact me again and you're like and your wife's name is elise elise that was a great yeah. show that i wish i mean everybody's like re-watching stuff nowadays mm-hmm. and i feel like you know family ties was like one of the best shows on television family ties is worth a rewatch. uh i did rewatch it relatively recently and i found that Probably because of a comfort thing, I would fall asleep almost immediately when mm, it was on. Yeah. And I think it's like a childhood comfort thing. Cheers is was, like that, that a little a bit for big, me. Yeah, Cheers is another good one. Yeah. That just like, boom, you go out. Yeah. Well, I guess I was thinking that there is a way we can find out. Like we can actually compare our friendship to 48 hours. Like what? You mean with the whole point of the podcast? Yeah. You want to do that now? There's a there's quiz. There's a quiz. Oh, yeah. okay. I, it, I didn't think there'd be a quiz. Just it's online been too. One, just because there's been one in every single episode. I didn't think this one was going to have one. Well, what I did was I went to Google and I typed in buddy podcast quizzes based on the movie 48 Hours starring Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte. And well, then this you quiz were probably po- swamped with results. <laughs> so many results and no porn. Which was too that bad. That's odd. No, yeah, that's odd. Little, that is too bad. Yeah, that forty-eight hours porn. That's probably forty-eight hours porn. Yeah, that seems like a long time. That that's like remember when Sting was like bragging he could like have sex for six hours. 
No, I I mean f- not not the, not the amount of time. <laughs> I mean porn based on the movie Forty Eight Hours. Oh, I thought you meant like with a big hours tall of like Nick Nolte sex. football player and then and Is a funny tall? black guy. Oh yeah, he's he's huge. Oh, I thought he was short. Oh, no, he's a big man. I think I watched a different movie. Um, yes. Anyway, um, so but any, this... if you found the Forty Eight Hours theme porn out there, you can tag us at We're Too Old Pod and we'll, we will check it out. Yeah. On, we're on social media at We're Too Old Pod. Um, so this is basically, you're going to find out how well you know me over a 48-hour period. Question one. If your buddy were to be trapped in a 48-hour nightmare, which would be the scenario that's most traumatic for her? A, mm-hmm. 48 hours of acapella music. B, mm-hmm. 48 hours of yoga. C, 48 hours of open mic poetry. Or D, 48 hours of listening to someone eat yogurt. I think for you, it would, I think they would all be very unpleasant. Sure. I think that the yoga would be rough on you because you're elderly and your yes. joints wouldn't hold up and you would just be in pain and collapse. Correct. Um, I think the the yogurt would be bad for you, but I think it would be, a, if it was 48 straight hours of just one sound, I feel like you'd be able to tune it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, it's down to the acapella or the poetry and... I think I got to go a cappella just because that soprano is always flat, isn't she? Oh, always. She is always hitting that. And when always she does trying that. so hard. I know. She is always just a little flat. It's because she's not... trying to smile and do jazz hands at the same time. That's it. That's it. Um, but you are incorrect. Oh. It would be listening to someone eat yogurt for 48 okay. hours because I can't tune that out. Um, but the second one would be a cappella. Okay. Well, the other two, close. it's fine. I wouldn't enjoy it, but. You would love it. I would adore it. Question two. Um, All right. This is, you're going to have to rate this from uh, most to least worst. Um, Your buddy. Most to least worst? Yes. That's so weird. What the fuck's wrong with you? I don't know. (laughs) Your buddy has purchased two tickets to a 48-hour festival. Name an order from most to least worst what you would enjoy? (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) Tell me which one you would hate the most. Renaissance Fair. Mm-hmm. vegan food festival mm-hmm. jam band with fish headliner or mm-hmm. astrology festival so we're going from the the one you like the least to the one you like the most correct okay i feel like you would like the astrology festival the least even though it's probably the less the least annoying in some ways but i think you would enjoy it the least because on some level i think you kind of like the other things a little bit mm-hmm Vegan food festival will go second because some vegan food is fine. Yep. You know, I think you even, you know, I'm not a big, I'm not a vegan. I'm not a big vegan food fan, but I could always find something that's good. Yeah. Oh, totally. Who who doesn't like a falafel? That's vegan, right? Yeah, mostly. And so then we've got either a Renaissance fair or a jam band concert, right? Yeah. For you, Ren Fair is next because you hate nerds. But nerds. <laughs> but I think you will overcome your hatred of nerds and get into the Ren Fair thing eventually mm-hmm. because Ren Fairs are actually really fun when yeah, you, they when, you when, when you sort of once you let go of the oh, oh my god this is terrible it actually is really fun. And then I think you would choose Jam Band Festival. I don't think you're a big fish fan, but I think you you're you definitely are more into jam bands than you should be quite frankly um and so i think you would i think that would be the order that i would choose all right i want to order what this is for the you. actual order 
Oh, you're going to order it for me? I'm going to okay. order it for you now. I think that you would hate, above all, the jam band. Correct. I think you would secondly hate the Astrology Festival. Correct. And I think, oh, God. Yeah, you would hate the Vegan Food Festival. I mean, I don't think you would hate it, but like. They'll be fine. There's still you food would like, involved. You would it's like the Renaissance eating. Fair. Renaissance Fair would be my number one. That is the yeah. exact order that Have I would Have you been go. to a Renaissance Fair? Several times, yes. Really? I've never been to one. Yeah, they're really fun. Okay. That's it. We're going to a Renaissance Fair. <laughs> Woo! Mutton and chops we're podcasting for everybody. it. We're going to podcast right. everything from now on. That sounds terrible. Stop living our lives. Just <laughs> podcast. Okay. Last question. You and your buddy have been given $20,000 that you have to spend in 48 hours. What are we going to purchase? How are we going to spend this money? Oh, no, no choices. No, I just have no to choices. come up with it. Yep. Well, I, I can't take credit for this. My friend Pete once came up with the best idea ever to waste money, which was you're out at dinner and you're with a friend and all of a sudden the place turns into a giant dance number with choreography and everybody at the restaurant except for your friend knows what's going on and is in on it. And it's this huge Broadway number with moving sets and costumes and everything. And then everyone completely goes back to normal and you act like nothing ever happened. And so that person had this experience and you're like, what? What are you talking about? We just had dinner. Well, can you believe what happened? What happened? You're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I think I would spend 20 grand. I just thought that it's not my idea. It yeah, my no, it's, it's a good one. But it's such a good idea of wasting colossal amounts of money that uh, that's what I would do. As the friend, do you join in? Like, are you in on the like number? Like, do you know the choreography? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh, absolutely. So you're that the star part of the seems show. like a lot of work. It'd be fun, yeah, but, but it'd be fun. Yeah, but yeah. It's, you know. So what about you? Twenty thousand dollars. How do we? How do we spend it? <sighs> that is a good question. And we have to spend it in forty-eight hours. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess. And you can say sex workers if you want, because depending on the price of the sex worker. That could get you an hour. That could That's get you. That's a lot. That's a lot. That I think I'd want to spend it on like if there's a show, I would like to spend it on like front row tickets to a band that we both like, but like Who's VIP. Twenty the grand. Who's got twenty grand of VIP? So we're talking about like Prince back from the grave, like that kind of show. Yeah, but also like we get like a limo to go to the thing. All and like Donald like... Fagan signs our tits. Like it's a whole thing. <laughs> you want to go to that show, right? <laughs> Donald Fagan signs my tits. Yes. That's ten grand oh. alone. He's very broke, so he needs the, he needs the money. Right, right. I'm sure. Wow. So I I think mine's better. I think we can agree. Yeah. In, all right. But also, mine wasn't mine. So fair enough. Sure. We both so, lost on this one. So I think we've learned a lot about our friendship. <laughs> we've learned nothing. as we usually do. But the question is, who's got the better friendship, Jack and Reggie from Forty Eight Hours? Or Brendan and Abby from the 48-hour podcast that is just starting. we got another 47 hours to go here, people. I'm so tired. <laughs> Get some vitamin B in you. Woo! Bud Plugs! It's time for Bud Plugs, where Abby and I plug our shit. This Friday, November 12th, see Abby Barrett and her incredible band at the Porch Southern Fair and Juke Joint in historic Medford, Massachusetts. For more information on that one, go to abbybarrett.com. And check out Minor Miracles, a web series about a priest and an altar boy exploring the small miracles that are around us every day. That is on my YouTube page. Just search Brendan Boogie or Minor Miracles or whatever the thing is that you search.
search to find the thingamadoo and the thingamabob, and this has been Bud Plugs. We were superheroes, our power would be friendship, but we are not, so the jury is still out. And welcome back. We are in hour 47 of our 48-hour podcast. Uh, We decided to cut out the middle one, so you're probably not hearing it, but... um, it was really good. I think we got into some really good stuff during those middle 46 hours. Yeah, I think it was better than the actual hours that we're sharing, which is weird. I don't know why we decided to go that route. Because we're really good at this. That's why. Oh, okay. We're very good at podcasting. <laughs> and people don't understand how good we are. Yeah, they don't understand how podcasts work. That's the number one comment I get is, I don't understand how this is good. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the idea is to leave your best stuff on the cutting room floor. Right. It's to leave the things that people would actually listen to. That's what I've learned. Uh, You don't give it to the people. What you do give them is is tomfoolery. Yeah. And really just a waste of their time. Shenanigans too. Shenanigans and tomfoolery and wasting their time. So welcome back to We're Too Old for this podcast. (laughs) So now it's verdict time, Abby. Yeah. It's time we've, we've gone through 48 hours and the friendship between Jack and Reggie and we've explored our own friendship and... Now is the time for the verdict. Who has the better friendship, Jack and Reggie or Abby and Brendan? What do you think? Who would you like to go first? I think this one's pretty easy. I think we. So have, you shall go first. I think we have the better friendship. Their friendship would you like is to expand on. I that would all? like to expand on that. Well, I would prefer you wouldn't. <laughs> we have forty-five hours for me to expand on. <laughs> um, I mean, their friendship is fucked up because Jack is. I mean, they both need each other for something, but it's pretty toxic, and they're there for 48 hours to, to solve this crime, and after that, there's sort of these grumblings of like, you know, you were great, and you were great, but if you ever try to steal anything, blah, 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 I'll, I'll be on to you. Like, our friendship, you, sh- you are you my friendship. You literally said that to me. You literally said that I shouldn't steal from you anymore, or that you were going to punch me in the face. Was you, that an you, hour you, 17? You sent it in a notarized uh, letter. Oh, yeah, sure. Yep. I do remember that now. It's coming back to me. Yeah, I just think that they're, um, yeah, it's just a bad friendship. I don't I don't see much redeeming about it other than they, they finally got along. But they, it's not like they yes. have a future together. I got to say that of the friendships that we've covered so far in this podcast, this one was probably the easiest one to beat. Yeah, this in was... Terms of, in terms of our friendship. We, we clearly have the better friendship than Jack and Reggie because they don't have much of a friendship. But I, I think it also has a lot to say about you and I, my friendship, that even though we would be stuck together for 48 hours we still would come out of it without any begrudging respect towards each other. Yeah, no. I think that's important. We I don't would, respect our, you our, at all. Our respect level stays the same, yeah. regardless of the vicissitudes of fate. Our respect level remains at ground zero. You don't even respect that I worked vicissitudes into our podcast. I did. Not even a little respect I'm, from you from an English grammar nerd. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you made that word up. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Yeah, the bar is set so, super low by then. Yeah, I mean, there, there. I, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that this was an early, quote unquote, buddy comedy, and mm-hmm. in some ways was the blueprint for later buddy cop movies. That they constant that they they were heavy on the disrespect, he, leaned heavy on the racism. Yep. 
it, and as such, it was difficult for them to kind of turn the corner and do that 180 into real friendship. I mean, there is another 48 hours. Maybe we will cover that. Yeah, maybe we're speaking too soon. In a future episode. We might be speaking too soon, but we can only go by the movie that we watched. Yeah. And I think that compared to Jack and, and Reggie from 48 Hours, Abby Barrett and Brendan Boogie have an A1 top-notch friendship. Yes. We Top win. shelf, top shelf. <laughs> so verdict has been delivered. Our friendship is better than Jack and Reggie. But it really does still raise the question, what if we were Jack and Reggie? Barrett and Boogie reenact a scene from a motion picture, but change the words a little bit. This ain't no goddamn way to start a partnership. Get this. We ain't partners, we ain't brothers, and we ain't friends. We're also not compadres, amigos, or consorts. So we're, what, allies? No, we're not allies either. Well, we're kind of allies. We have a mutual goal that makes us on the same team. No, we're not teammates. Also, we're not comrades, pals, or compatriots. Okay, I get it. We're just acquaintances. We are not acquaintances. Really? Not even acquaintances? Why would I want to be acquaintances with a scumbag like you? I I mean, technically, we are acquainted with each other. By even the loosest definition, that makes us acquaintances. Listen to me, convict! We are not acquaintances, colleagues, companions, associates, familiars, chums, cronies, or cohorts. Do you understand? So, what are we? Let's go with... uh, bosom buddies. Bosom buddies? Really? That's the one you land on? What's wrong with Bosom Buddies? It's just, of all the ones you said, Bosom Buddies is like the least accurate. Shut up! We are Bosom Buddies! Now, get into that dress so we can live in an all-woman's apartment building. And don't even think for a second you get to be the Scolari. I'm the Scolari! You want to be the Scolari? You know the other Bosom Buddy was Tom Hanks. Scolari! Scolari! Hey, buddies, if you like what you hear, please follow us at We're Too Old Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Friendster. I think our GeoCities is probably still up and running. If you have an idea for a movie you'd like us to talk about, or if you're a sponsor that wants to offer us some of that sweet, sweet podcast money, email us at we'retooldpod at gmail.com or just look out the window because Abby and I are out there. We're watching you right now. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks, buddies.